two days and seven men later, Hope scowled at the guy walking out of the door of the cafe and then dropped her head on the table. This act was getting to be a habit with John Thompson's favorite new customer, and he couldn't hold back his curiosity any longer. He had to find out what was going on with the lovely siren. Hope tapped her forehead against the manila folder resting on the dark wood and groaned loud enough for him to hear across the floor. When she lifted her beautiful face, her hair fell back and she met John's gaze. Twirling a finger in a long, shiny lock, she sent shockwaves through his body. Damn, she was sexy when her teeth scraped over her bottom lip. John stared, anticipating the little flicker of her tongue that usually followed. She didn't disappoint him. She wet those sweet lips, and his jeans grew uncomfortably tight. He should have worn his signature black double-pleated slacks for some privacy. But no, he'd reached for a fucking pair of stiff jeans that made him miserable around her. John approached the striking department store employee who rented the apartment above his cafe, pretending to clear the cup bachelor number seven left behind. How's it hanging, Hope? John smiled, gazing into her drop-dead gorgeous eyes as he wiped the mahogany surface. One day, one day soon, he'd learn what those green eyes and long brown hair looked like when she woke up from a very satisfying sleep. One day very soon. Patience was not one of his virtues, and when he wanted something, he got it. He wanted hope. John stood over her table with a tray in his right hand and tapped his foot. He'd gaze at those eyes for hours if he could understand what was up with her, but it wouldn't help. Looking at her was more like diving into the warm waters of the Bahamian beach, a secluded location where he'd have her all to himself. He wouldn't be able to think. You're the man in this conversation, she said, extending her arm toward his groin. You should know how it's hanging. Good point, he replied, chuckling and placing the tray on the neighboring table. Lifting and twisting the chair, John straddled the seat and lowered himself to her level so he can enjoy the view properly. In that case, it's hanging a little to the right and long. He smirked, crossed his arms over the back of the wooden chair, and managed to get a smile out of the pensive woman. However, it seems like something is bugging my foxy latte lover. Care to share? I don't know. Her gaze skimmed over him, fueling his need for her. No matter how much he wanted to yank her out of that seat and take her on the counter, John had to wait. He hadn't even asked her out. Actually, he made a very conscious choice not to show sexual interest in the woman who had him walking around with a heart on each time she strolled through his door. Hope projected a confident, cool, and sexy front. But there was something about her that shouted, Proceed with caution, fragile, as she'd been wounded and was very vulnerable to any attention. John sensed her hesitation in getting to know him better, but she kept coming in and hanging around, five days in a row to be exact. Knowing that their joining was inevitable, he decided to give her time to acclimate to his interest and the attraction between them. When John took her, it would be explosive, and the moment needed to be absolutely perfect. He'd give her no room for regrets. I can't seem to get anything right. It's one thing after another. Hope sank against her seat and dropped her clenched fist into her lap. I moved to the city because I was running away from something back home. A man. Yeah, a cheating asshole. Hurt colored her face and he wanted to gather her in his arms and make it all go away. Hope was too good to be put through something like that. His loss, he said. You're gorgeous, 
and you can have any man you point your little finger at. Thanks, but it is a bit more complicated right now. As she took a deep breath, her lips formed a tempting pink pout. I lied to my family, and now I'm screwed. Tracing the gold outline on the tabletop with her index finger, she made little circles at each corner. Last month, I opened my big mouth and messed it all up. I couldn't take all that true love and romance crap being thrown in my face all the time. You see, my ex was still around and involved in my family's business. That makes it hard. Hope threw up her arms in exasperation. The lie started after Thanksgiving because I couldn't face seeing him across the table. At the family dinner table. He shook his head. The ex was in her home even after he had hurt her. John's blood rushed through his veins and his pressure spiked at the thought. Yes, she replied, shaking her head.